Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today, we are joined by Fame Holiday. And Fame is actually an award-winning rapper from Mississauga, Canada. And he recently released his new single and video, What a Year, which is available on all streaming platforms. And it comes on the heels of Holiday's successful single, Take Me Away. The talented rapper uses creative hooks and melodies unique to his hometown upbringing. He has been influenced by Chris Brown, 50 Cent, and Big Sean. And Holiday knows what he wants. And his recent project reflects that. So everybody, welcome Fame Holiday to our podcast. And I'm Keisha Milano, one of your hosts. And I am Nakia Smith, your other co-host. Yes. I just want to say, you know, thank you guys for having me here. It's a blessing and I appreciate the platform. What you guys are doing is amazing. So yeah, it's an honor to be here. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Joining us. So first, can you tell us and our audience a little bit about how you got into rapping or being an artist? Yeah, I mean, um, music was always a part of my life. You know, I really grew up on a lot of R&B because, uh, you know, I was raised by a single mom. My mom had me at 16 years old. So you can imagine she was listening to like Usher at a very young age and like the B2Ks and stuff like that. So I grew up on a lot of R&B for sure. But outside of that, you know, hanging out with friends and being exposed to the to the world, 50 Cent just kind of snuck on me and, and bit me with the rap bite, you know, um, just in the sense of, you know, making me want to tap into the music world and potentially become an artist. So it all really started for me um, listening to this album. It was called the 50 Cent Massacre album. And um, I memorized all the lyrics, you know, so I would every time I would listen to the song, I'm rapping it right back, you know, um, and that kind of motivated me to, you know, start writing my own stuff. And essentially at that young age, I was probably like eight or nine. I wanted to be 50 Cent. So... You know, I was just chasing that dream, chasing that goal. And then as I got more into it, I started to learn, okay, it's actually cool to be yourself in this game. And, um, you know, you can talk about real situations that you actually go through. You know, you don't got to necessarily, you can be inspired by people, but you don't got to be them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's how I got into it. Yes, I love that. I love the fact that you say you can be inspired by somebody, but it doesn't mean you have to be like them. So tell us, who is Fame Holiday? Yeah, Fame Holiday is definitely a young dude, you know, into music, into fashion, has a big imagination, and he's all about manifestation, you know. I feel like I'm talking in third person, but uh, (laughs) I'm definitely all about manifestation, you know, anything I want to accomplish, any goals I have, I pray to God about it, you know, we have discussions, quick conversations, and, you know, I just pray for guidance, you know. I don't necessarily ask, so can you bless me with this? It's like, can you bless me with the opportunity to show me how to get there? You know, what does that path look like? I'm very mindful of, you know, signs and just paying attention to my surroundings. So I pick up on a lot of things and I just follow and trust in God to, you know, guide me through the journey. And um, yeah, it's been a blessing ever since I started to do that. And yeah, you know, manifest. I tell people all the time, manifestation is real. I'm speaking from experience, you know, a lot of the things that I've accomplished or I've done this far is all because I talked about it and I I spoke about it happening before it did, you know? Can you give us like one example that you manifested? Oh, that's a good one. There's a lot of things. Uh, let's see. Okay. I'll use, um, you know, this, this record and this music video as an example. Initially, I made the record and I knew it was like a darker record. My goal essentially was to make it a record that is going to resonate with people going through mental health or like you know any dark times in their life i knew that it wasn't a record necessarily for everybody 
but it would definitely touch a certain crowd of people that maybe wouldn't take to the rest of my music because a lot of my other music is more uplifting and positive and uh, more party type of music just put you in good vibes but this is probably one of my most vulnerable and darker records so i knew my regular fans wouldn't necessarily understand it right away it might take some time for them to grow onto it but it would definitely hit a certain uh, demographic that isn't in tune to my music yet and it'd be a good opportunity for them to get introduced to to fame holiday so that was essentially the goal but outside of that you know when it became bigger and i started to like sit with my team and brainstorm i was like you know i really want to make sure that this is a clean record i took out any cuss words or swear words i had or anything that was provocative or maybe came off the wrong way or wouldn't be politically correct per se in a record um i wanted it to be open for you know classrooms i can go into schools and have school tours and have discussions about mental health and use this music video and this record as an educational tool to spark these conversations and normalize it because it's it's one thing to like you know be an adult go into high school and talk to students and be super professional politically correct and um that's cool but it doesn't always resonate and you're not always speaking the language of the actual students so i want it to be as authentic and as real as possible you know being a young dude i'm not in high school but i still remember what that time is like and i'm not old either you know i'm in between that age right now i'm 25 so i feel like i could definitely connect with the kids and um you know manifesting that that's exactly what happened i was like you know i want to go to schools i want this to somehow make the news and you know I, last week I, I ended up being on the news i had a news interview which was great it was huge and um you know they gave me a, a great platform to spread awareness about mental health in this record so yeah, I manifested all of that and to see it all come together, the music video come together and it actually resonate with the youth and the people. That's all I ever asked for. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yes, I love that. I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. And you spoke a lot about mental health just then as well as manifestation and being mindful, being in a moment. Like what other types of mental health or self-care practices do you engage in? Right now, so I'm working on different programs, uh, just trying to navigate, you know, what is the best role for me as an artist to play a role in into speaking about mental health? Because I don't want to, like, get too deep into things that maybe I necessarily didn't experience, but I know that I can contribute to helping in other ways. So, for example, music for me is like therapy. It's my way of expressing myself. So I feel like, you know, creating a program in classrooms, maybe like a, a one day a week for like two weeks type of thing in different schools where one day we focus on, I'll bring a producer with like four beats and a couple of other artists with me as well. And we focus on, you know, teaching students that, you know, you can express yourself through poetry. You can express yourself through writing music, whether you want to rap, you can sing, whatever the case may be. But we focus on, you know, creating that. So you're pick a beat essentially. And then I will come and sit there with you and help you express yourself. So I'll help you with the writing process and then, you know, putting that record together. And then after the following week, so you have the whole week to practice, you know, what you wrote and stuff. And then the following week, I feel like it would be cool to, for students to perform, you know, what they created for the classroom all individually. So I, I feel like it's engaging, it's authentic, and it's not like super deep or super like homework feeling or, you know, just again, not speaking that, that same language, you know, it's trying to be authentic as possible. And at the end of the day, a lot of people want to be artists these days. So I just think it's a cool way to, to add it in there, you know, give them a little bit of an experience of, you know, what the artist world is like, you know, this is how you can express yourself and you feel a lot better because you're letting it out. You're not holding it inside. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And I, I just want to get into your song. What a year. Yeah. Let's talk about so I, I want to ask you, like, 
what inspired that song? And there was there were a few lyrics that spoke to me. I know one of them alluded to like you see the end result of like how I got here, but you don't understand like what I'm going through. So can you can you um explain that a little further? Yeah, to get like deep with it and real, you know, last year was a great year musically. You know, I did my first festival. I won some dope awards from the city and stuff like that. It was great. Um, and I was like putting out music consistently. I dropped an album. But one thing that a lot of people didn't know, except for like my really, really close friends, was like my grandmother, um, my grandfather, my little niece, and then a friend of mine um, who passed away to an overdose. Like they all just passed away like back to back to back. And I was holding it inside because one, it was kind of easy to do that just because like if you understand about like everyone's experience with grief is different. But the first phase that they say a lot, uh, a lot of the time is like in denial and like shock. So it's almost like a numb feeling that you don't even you don't believe that what just happened happened. It's almost like not nah, like I can't even process that through my brain. Like that's not real. Like I must be dreaming or something. So mixed with that feeling mixed with like all the stuff that was going on on a positive level. It was very easy for me to like cover all my real true emotions inside with different layers of just positivity where it's like, I haven't dealt with what's going on inside yet, but it's sitting there and it's, it's being patient and it's waiting for its time to blow up. But that's a process in itself. So I'll never forget. It, it was closer to the end of the year. I think we were in October or November. I went to a studio session with my homie. Uh, he goes by the name of Beats by Felix. He's actually the producer for the record. So he's just running me through some beats and stuff. And then, He's like, yo, I'm going to show you this beat. I don't know if like I'll ever use it or if any artist will use it. It's different. It's more on a dark vibe, but like it's just so much different from like a regular production that like we're used to hearing. Um, so I'm like, all right, like play. Let's let's see what what we could do. And then um, if you if you take in the beat, it's very like the intro is kind of long. It gets you into this. I feel like it puts you into this like mental space where it's like, I don't know what to expect, but this sounds dark. And while I was listening to that intro, kind of like just drew me in and I feel like it was connecting directly to those emotions that I have not let out yet. So when I was um, listening to it, I'm like, you know, pull this up in the in the program. Let, let's get on the mic. Let's just, let's just vibe. Whatever comes out, comes out. And then we'll structure it from there. And I was more, I feel like in the record, I didn't get so deep into what I was going through per se. But I, one thing that I really highlighted was the fact that people ask me if I'm okay all the time. And instead of like being honest and saying like, you know, I'm actually going through a hard time. Like this is what happened to me. I'm very like, sh like short with it, and like, no, I'm blessed. Like, you know, everything is good. Like, this is this and that is happening, but I don't really tell them like the flaws or the bad things. So essentially, it's like everyone sees the glory and the accomplishments and all the great things that are happening with Fame Holiday, but they don't really realize, you know, the darker side. And that's not their fault. It's my fault because I haven't shared it. But essentially, if I don't share it, you just don't know. And it's like asking me if I'm okay. No, you don't know what I go through. You only see the glory, but no, you don't know my story. Um, so now it's like with this release and being more vulnerable and people asking more questions about this record, it's like it's allowed me to be more open and be more vulnerable and for people to really understand my story a little bit deeper. And um, this is just one situation of many that I plan to. I don't I don't want to use the word expose, but just let people know about like my true story and like, you know, things I've been through and being more vulnerable. I think this is a good stepping stone for me to understand you know myself a little bit more and understand that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to share that you know forget the judgment like you're the fact that i'm helping other people you know share their stories and make them feel comfortable and make them feel like they're not alone because they're not that feeling is so much more empowering and i rather 
if I can do that for even one person, I don't care if I get judged. You know, it's like, whatever, you guys can judge me all you want. At least I saved a life. At least I helped one person. Um, and to be able to do that is like the biggest superpower you can ever have, in my opinion, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's kind of like how the record came together. Just talking, of, like, you know, tapping into just understanding of people that really don't know what's going on. And <clears throat> I feel like I'm an example of many. You know, I could ask you today, like, you know, how's your day going? And you could say, yeah, it's going blessed. Like, you know, I woke up, I'm alive. Like, everything's good. And that's true. But you could be having a really bad day, like low key. You know, maybe your your mom cussed you out for something or you got kicked out the house or whatever the case may be. You never know. But you might not be so open to talking about that right away, you know, especially if you don't know me on a personal level. So people only know what you allow them to know. That that also goes back to the whole social media thing and not getting caught up in social media because we only are seeing people's highlight reels. Like we're not seeing people's like real everyday day to life. So we only getting like the good memories. And sometimes people will share, you know, a bad incident or something like that. But it's rare that you see yeah. that because everybody want to look like they're doing well. So I'm glad you talked about that. And and to add to what you said about social media, it's like when I released this record and I shared my story, you know, being vulnerable, I was like blown away to see the amount of close friends, the amount of fans that like you know I didn't know that were like really going through some stuff. Like them being vulnerable and open about it was like they told me like you know you gave me that confidence to do that, but. Like you said, social media always looks perfect and it's always highlights. So you would never know people are really going through some stuff. But I feel like everyone at some type of level, whether it's like on the very bottom or the middle or the top, we all have our own little situations that haunt us or or deal with us in certain ways that throw us off of our game and, you know, just put you in a, in a bad space. But it's just all about communicating and finding people that can help you get out of that space, you know. Absolutely. And you've spoken about social media a lot. You said that's like your platform where you do most of your networking and things like that. Sure. Um, and you have a good bit of followers. Can you tell our audience like, how did you actually go about building up your social media? Because that's something a lot of artists, you know, need. Yeah, I feel like at the time it was a blessing and a curse because I say the curse because I feel like at the time when I first started music, I was very like, yo, I'm doing this. Like, you know, 50 Cent inspired me to the max. I'm inspired by Chris Brown at this time. I see him doing crazy things. I'm like, man, I'm doing this. Like, you know, I went to LA when I was 16 for the first time and I actually met Chris Brown. So that type of, those type of moments made me feel like, yo, this is really possible. You just got to work hard and go crazy. And the thing that's different about Canada and the States is like, I feel like American artists are a little bit more hungry where as soon as you get off the plane, someone's trying to give you a mixtape and say, yo, I need that donation. You could give me five bucks for this. Like, boom, off the rip. Like, there's no hesitation. But when you come to Canada, it's like there's a lot of talent here, but people are a little bit more shy in there. They're not so open to, like, sharing exactly what they do. It's more like, oh, yeah, I make music, like, almost playing it too cool. Um, but being exposed to the States and exploring that, I feel like it kind of bred at me in a different way where it's like yo you got to move like this this is like a true artist mentality you know all the artists that you look up to like the 50 cents the big shans and stuff they were on that before they blew up you know they were moving like that they weren't moving like too shy to show their talents um and i say back to the curse thing was i i feel like i was always hungry and i had the right intentions but i don't feel like the music was always ready and where where it's at today you know i wasn't i was still trying to find myself i had different sounds and it wasn't me i was still trying to be like other artists so when you're promoting yourself going crazy and doing all that great stuff, but the music isn't there or it doesn't speak for who you really are, 
it's like, damn, it's bad timing. Maybe you should have waited a little bit. But the blessing is I started very early. And regardless of um, the music not being there or not, I still was able to create a following by promoting myself in person and always letting people know when I walk in the room, like, listen, I'm an artist. This is what I do. This is my passion. Whether you think I'm ready or not, whether you think the music is good or trash, I still feel like I believe in myself and I want to make this happen. So people always respect that about me, especially at a young age doing it. I was like 14, 12 years old, you know, on that, on that, on that type of time. So with that being said, I feel like people had the opportunity to see me grow. You know, a lot of my fans have seen me grow from middle school, high school to now. Um, and they've watched me, you know, the journey and the music change and to evolve to, you know, who Fame Holiday really is and what he stands for. So I feel like that's like the best type of following you can create because it's not just a fan here and there who, oh, I like this one song by him, but that's it. It's like, no, these are fans who really grew with me through the process. You know, they're day ones and they really rock, rock with me and I'm taking them on a journey. You know, every time I evolve or I do something different, it's like, wow, like I seen him when he was just working at the mall. Now he's like full-time music. Like that, that speaks volumes. You know, people remember that. I love that because I can totally relate to what you're saying. And I have a busy schedule, hence why we kind of like started the self-care podcast, mm-hmm. trying to find that balance like you were referring to earlier. And sometimes you can't always like go out or meet up with your family or, you know, do certain things because, you know, you have to get things done. Yeah. And I've I've been being vulnerable. I've been called selfish before <laughs> for not uh, showing up for somebody because I had work to do. But at the end of the day, I, in my mind, I'm not being selfish because I'm doing this for us. Exactly. You know, I'm doing this for us. So mm-hmm. how do you like find that balance to be able to because you're very young. You say you're mm-hmm. 26 years old. So how do you balance between like going out, hanging out with friends, having fun and still being like, okay, I need to get this done. I have a legacy. I have to break these generational curses. Like how you find that balance? I think, um, you know, being a rapper or I don't like to consider myself just a rapper, but being an artist in general, the lifestyle could be um, fun in different ways. You know, we get to party for free. You know, there's bottle service, there's fun girls around guys around, whatever. Um, So that, you know, a lot of people, their sense of fun is partying. You know, personally, I don't drink or smoke. So I just like to enjoy the vibe and hear the music and see people enjoy themselves, whatever. But there's other people who have friends who like to like turn up and all that stuff. So it's like, cool. I might not be able to chill with you on the ones all the time, but I have this event happening. I have a performance, a club appearance, pull up, like, you know, come have fun. And little things like that, just having them involved as much as possible, I feel like keeps us tight. And it's like, yo, even though I'm in the studio when you're at school or you're working all the time, it's like, yo there's moments where we can still link up and, and make it happen. I feel like I try my best to incorporate, you know, people as much as I can in what I'm doing, whether it's video shoots, photo shoots, um, events, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, so I try my best, you know, and I'm, I always pull up for the, the key moments, you know, if someone's having a baby shower or, you know, stuff like that, like the important things you don't want to miss or a birthday, I try my best to be there. And if I miss it, then, you know, I got to take them out for lunch or dinner or something like that. Make sure I, I do something. So I, I do my best and everyone knows, like, you know, I'm for them. And I think another thing that keeps me close with my people is I feel like I have an effect on people where people really resonate with me or they respect my message and what I'm doing. So people, a lot of people offer their help and, and their support towards what I'm doing. And I pay attention to everyone around me and what their goals are. So if there's ever a way to plug them in with evolving what they're trying to do, I'm always open to like... um 
you know, connecting the pieces and supporting their, their passion. So I do that for a lot of my friends, whether they own a clothing brand and I see a pop-up happening downtown and I'm like, yo, I know the organizers for that. I think you should get your clothing brand in there. Like, let me connect that for you. Like I'm always looking out for my people. So I feel like they respect that. So it kind of makes up for not always being able to in person be there, but it's like, yo, this guy really, like he has love for me because if he didn't, he wouldn't be putting me in position to, to boss up and, and become that person I'm trying to be. So those things definitely make up for for those moments, I feel like. It seems like you like to be a resource for other people and helping them. Yeah, I'm trying to, sorry to cut you off, I'm trying to be like the next Diddy, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. not just an artist, but like a businessman, you know what I'm saying? Right. So how do you prefer, prevent, like, burnout? Because sometimes when we're helping people around us, it can become overwhelming. So how do you prevent from, like, overextending yourself or trying to help too many people at once? Yeah, um, that's definitely something I've struggled with a lot in the years. It's still a learning process, but I definitely realize now and I understand that sometimes you got to take time for yourself. Even if it's just like to get your own stuff done and you can't worry about nobody else. Like I got to disconnect and I let my friends know, you know, I'm going through some stuff right now. Like it's not personal, but I got to figure it out. I know what I need to do. But if you don't hear from me for a little bit, like don't take it personal, you know, call me if you need me. But I might just be on my own thing for a little bit. And they respect that. They understand that. And I feel like they also, you know, being entrepreneurs, I have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs and chasing their dreams too, which is great. Um, they go through the same thing. So I respect their time when they're in those moments. You know, I always offer my help and let them know, like, you know, I'm here if you need me, even if it's just a talk. But I understand what it, what it's like to take your own time and just figure it out. Because sometimes you need that. You can't always be a source for everyone. And if you're not good within yourself, you can't be good for nobody else. So that's a, that's a key thing as well. If I want to help you, which I always want to help my people, if I'm not good with me, how can I help y'all? You know what I'm saying? So I got to make sure I'm good so I can make sure y'all good too. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. I feel like you just gave us so much valuable information, especially about just trying to like manifest things you want, trying to change the reality around you, giving back to the community. Like I really enjoyed speaking with you. Um, do you have anything else that you would like to say to our audience? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, um, well, I want to say thank you guys, first of all, for having me. You know, this was a great conversation. I know it's 21 minutes and y'all going to cut it up, but it's looking like 35 minutes right now. And that's cool because, you know, a great conversation is genuine. Um, but thank you for the platform. And, you know, to all your, your audience and everyone watching, you know, you can follow me at Instagram at Official Fame Holiday to stay updated with what I got going on. Um, there's a lot of new music on the way. You know, it's not always mental health focus it's also like fun up tempo like you know put you in some good vibes good spirits music as well so you know check me out on all streaming platforms fame holiday and yeah i would love to connect with all of you and i can't wait to visit atlanta to see you uh, all y'all in person so yeah let's make it happen good vibes you got to get like a live real life interview i think that'd be that'd be really dope as well thank you very much i really appreciate that you know especially from coming from you you know someone who's been grinding and created this this dope platform for other creatives you know and i, I think that's that alone you know i don't know whoever called you selfish but like this is not a selfish thing to do this is not even for you this is for the people so um that's definitely not selfish so you keep up the great work you know you guys are both doing amazing things and i can't wait to see you you know evolve for the next five ten years you know what i'm saying i'm gonna see you guys at the bt awards and shit like interviewing me on the red carpet you know what i'm saying all exclusive and stuff so i'm manifesting that for you you know i want to see you guys win so keep it up thank you so much for that absolutely Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Make sure y'all go follow us on all platforms at 21 Minutes or Less.
And then you can also follow my personal page at Keisha Milana. And you can follow mine at Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. And we're going to see y'all on the next episode.